Previously on Uncharted Territory. I opened up the chest, and I couldn't resist laughing when I saw what was inside of it. Is is something wrong, Lord Player? Ninja asked. <laughs> Not at all, I answered. If anything, this is the best possible loot the chest could give me right now. What is it? Our ticket out of here. This is episode 8, our ticket out. New achievement. Amazing chest ahead. Awarded for looting your first rare chest. Don't forget, the real hoarders hoard the chests, too. Reward. Decorative mini golden chest. I appreciated the achievement's reference, but that wasn't what was important. Lord... Lord Player? Ninja asked her ears slightly drooping as she looked at me. The expression on your face is worrisome. There's nothing to worry about, Ninja, I replied. Not now that I have our ticket out of here. But what is it, this ticket you speak of? Everything from the chest was already sucked into my inventory, so all that was left was to show off my new favorite item. I opened up my inventory and dragged it onto my hotbar. I could immediately feel its weight hanging from my back, so I reached behind and grabbed its handle to pull it out in front of me. It's so beautiful, I said as I looked it over. What... what is that? Ninja asked. It was a beautiful piece of handheld machinery that was often used as a weapon to cut through zombie hordes and media. And that was... A chainsaw, I said. <laughs> I got a chainsaw! <laughs> Ninja's ears twitched and returned to their normal position. A chainsaw? A beautiful... Perfect, deadly chainsaw! <laughs> the only thing that can make this moment any better is if I had a shotgun to call my boomstick. But, but I'm happy to settle for only a chainsaw. And this is a ticket to freedom? Kind of. You see, you know how enemies get bounced back a little whenever we hit them? Ninja nodded. The chainsaw doesn't do that. It can't knock enemies back. But is that not dangerous? Knocking the enemies back allows us to prepare following strikes more safely. That's the thing. You don't need to strike with a chainsaw. All you have to do is rev it up and let it do its thing. Instead of swinging over and over, you just have to hold it out in front of you, and it will cut anything stupid enough to walk into it to shreds. To demonstrate, I grabbed onto the cord, gave it a tug, and the chainsaw's engine roared to life. The sound made Ninja jump and cover up her ears, which made me feel a bit bad, but her reaction was also adorable. But I couldn't resist teasing her. That was why, as soon as she uncovered her ears, I pulled the trigger to get the chain moving at high speed making even louder noise, which caused her to immediately cover up her ears again. 
I shut it down after a couple more seconds, since there was no need for it to be on when we weren't even fighting. And I didn't want to torment Ninja's ears too much. That is very loud, my lord, Ninja said. Oh, I love everything about it, I replied. And that big guy out there, setting him on fire, destroying his brain, and blowing up a bomb inside of his chest might not have killed him. But as far as I could tell, his body wasn't regenerating. Impossible to kill, but not regenerating. So, all that means is that I have to slice him up with this chainsaw until he's cut into so many tiny pieces that he can't even move anymore. Right? My... My lord, I cannot recall hearing you this excited before. Well, it's not only my excitement. After all, I could also feel some excitement on behalf of an ancient warrior king who just discovered an awesome new weapon unlike anything he'd ever seen before. My trigger finger felt a bit itchy, too, and that wasn't entirely my own feeling, either. But a lot of it was. What could I say? After dealing with an immortal zombie who didn't want to die, and all the other zombies who previously almost killed me, I really wanted to get revenge with my new chainsaw. Ninja's tail wasn't wagging nearly as much as it should have been for the discovery. Are we to fight our way out? Ninja asked. It's either that or we dig our way out, I replied. But digging will take some time. And if we don't get lucky and break into another cave branch, then I'm going to have to dig all the way back up to the surface on my own. But that is the safer option, so... I was cut off by a loud crash that soon turned into the sounds of repeated thuds. That confirmed it. The bastard out there was still alive. After being blown up, having a sword stabbed through his brain, and being caught on fire, he was still alive. He wasn't even an official boss or anything like that, and he was giving me more trouble than the actual bosses had so far. But now, I had a chainsaw. There won't be enough time to dig our way out. We have to deal with him, I explained. Ninja looked nervous both her ears and tail drooping. But that monster refuses to die. How are we to kill that which refuses to die? Like I said, if he doesn't want to die, then I'll just chop him up into so many pieces that he can't move anymore. Actually, I just got an even better idea. I looked at Mimic. Mimic had the disgusting habit of eating anything and everything, including zombies. Mimic had eaten all sorts of body parts and bones and things that shouldn't have been edible nor digestible. Yet, Mimic always dissolved anything unfortunate enough to end up inside of its body that got exposed to its digestive fluids. Hypothetically, it was possible that the zombie bastard could regenerate over time, or maybe come after us no matter how many tiny little pieces I chopped it up into. I had no reason to believe either of those would happen, since there was no proof to support either of those outcomes. But we were in a world where, really, anything could happen. So, why not play it as safe as possible? Hey, Mimic, 
I said. Mimic hopped upon hearing my voice and stuck its tongue out like a panting dog. Want a snack? Mimic nodded its body forward and back. That was when Ninja spoke up again and said, My, my lord, your expression is scary. Is this the power of a chainsaw? Yep, I answered. It's the power of the chainsaw, being annoyed at all these zombies, and wanting to protect you and Mimic. I took a deep breath and reached out my hand to pet the top of Ninja's head. I've just got to embrace my inner murder hobo for a bit so that I can protect us, all right? Ninja's cheeks took on a light shade of red before she smiled and rubbed her head up against my hand. I understand, Lord Player. This is a time that calls for the thorough extermination of our enemy. She then stepped back and brought her mask up to cover the lower half of her face before following up with pulling her hood up over the top of her head. I shall serve at your side in the slaughter of our foes. Maybe it was because of the way she covered up most of her head and face, or perhaps she intentionally triggered a different mindset by doing that, but her eyes looked the most determined, the most intimidating that I had seen from her yet. Those bright blue eyes of hers were surrounded in each direction by black cloth, causing them to look all the more striking. Let's make them regret ever chasing us, I said, just in time for the metal door to be broken through. There were still a few layers of stone from me trying to reinforce the door, but it wouldn't be long before those were broken through, too. I opened up my inventory again just to get a good look at the chainsaw's stats. I wanted to know exactly what I had to work with, and I was too excited before to check them out. Of course, I knew what the stats were, but there was always a chance that they were changed in this world. Classic Chainsaw. Damage, 9. Deals 0 knockback, but targets take damage as long as they are in contact with it. Can also cut trees. Look to be the same. Perfect. Honestly, even if it did get nerfed, it still would have been good enough. It didn't deal that much damage, similar to the flamethrower, but what mattered was that it would deal damage far faster than normal. My flail dealt 27 damage per hit, but I needed to swing it, pull it back, and then throw it out again. I could attack with it maybe once every two seconds, so its effective damage per second could be averaged out to be about 13.5. Of course, it also had the homing, exploding eyes that spawned on critical hits, and those were a huge help when they got triggered. But if the chainsaw was as good as it was in the game, then it could deal upwards of a hundred damage per second just from staying in contact with an enemy for long enough. The trade-off was a seriously reduced range, and zero knockback meant that an enemy could potentially keep moving through the chainsaw and hit its wielder. But, against swarms of weak enemies, the chainsaw was the king that could only be dethroned by an even better chainsaw. That wasn't all that I got from the chest, either. There was some more money, but there was also another toughness potion, and another potion I hadn't gotten my hands on yet in this world, the... Aggression Potion. 
While the former boosted defense by a flat 10, the latter boosted damage by 10%. That wasn't much when the damage was so low, just taking the chainsaw's damage a bit closer to 10 rather than 9, but I'd take every little bit of help that I could get. I downed both potions, renewed my food buff, and placed the few zombie gons that I picked up during the fight and running on my hotbar. There were also those minor healing potions I still had. And while I was looking through my inventory, I still had that basic weapon sphere and advanced armor sphere from achievements that I never used. I wanted to save them, but for what? What could be a better time to use them than now? I dragged the basic sphere onto the chainsaw first. That changed it from classic chainsaw to classic chainsaw plus one. And this resulted in a boost of its damage from nine to ten. Then I dragged the advanced sphere onto it, changing it from classic chainsaw plus one to classic chainsaw plus six increasing its damage to a new total of 15. The chainsaw was already amazing at clearing swarms with its base damage of 9, and now it was boosted by a potion and spheres to be almost twice as strong as it was supposed to be. Being a hoarder with a messy inventory full of random items paid off. More thudding. The stone wasn't broken through yet, but I figured, why wait? I set my chainsaw down and took out my pickaxe. Our enemies were going to come swarming through the room as soon as all the blocks were broken. But if only one block was broken, the one in the center, which was at about the same height level as my chest, with my new chainsaw, I had the perfect zombie farm prepared. I broke through the middle block, exposing all the undead on the other side. Their gory bodies were covered in burn damage, and the hall was filled with smoke, which didn't waste any time flowing through the hole into our room. But that didn't matter. We could handle a bit of smoke. And standing in front of the horde of zombies was none other than the immortal bastard from earlier. I picked my chainsaw up, ignited its engine, and pulled the trigger as I stuck it through the new opening in the stone wall. It tore straight into the mutilated scientist's side. When he reached down to try and grab it with his oversized fingers, all he did was sever his fingers off for me as the chainsaw's engine roared. It didn't look like he regenerated from any of the damage he took earlier, either, so it looked like my plan was going to work. Maybe it was sadistic of me, but there was something satisfying about cutting through a giant zombie with a chainsaw. It was almost fun enough to not mind all the blood spraying through the hole getting all over my chest. About halfway across his torso... I noticed he stopped pounding on the wall. Just in time, too, since it was cracked enough that it looked ready to break under one more attack. I opened my mouth, ready to shout a taunt, but I felt guilty before the words could even leave my mouth. Yeah, he was a seemingly immortal giant zombie who wanted to kill us, but we saw how he became that way. 
He was a human. He was just doing his job when he got turned into a monster against his will. For all I knew, he was still in there, just as the Watcher seemed to be truly alive during our first fight and didn't want to actually fight me. This monster, this former human, deserved to be put out of his suffering, not taunted. I had to remind myself that while the world might have been like a video game, it wasn't. Most of the zombies out there were just mindless drones who only existed to kill or be killed. But the one in front of me was an actual being. I didn't know if the original scientist who got turned into this monster was still in there or not anymore. But that didn't matter. All that mattered was ending his suffering and securing our safety. So, rather than taunt him, I put even more force into sweeping the chainsaw through the monster's torso. Whether it was bone or flesh, the chainsaw cut through just fine, and as soon as I made it from one side to the other, the mutilated scientist collapsed to the ground, his upper body no longer connected to his lower. He didn't have any more fingers either from trying to grab onto the chainsaw as it sliced through him but I couldn't finish him off just yet. There were still more zombies, and they were all perfectly happy to come running up to the wall as soon as the big guy wasn't in the way anymore. They were easy to deal with, though. Even when they tried reaching their arms through the opening to attack me, all I had to do was angle my chainsaw to cut off their arms. And now that I was fighting actual monsters who weren't immortal again... I saw tons of damage numbers pop up all over the place as I swept the chainsaw from side to side, killing every single one of them. Dozens of zombies had built up in the hallway, and the chainsaw killed each and every one of them in no more than two seconds each. Ten damage numbers popped up every second for every zombie the chainsaw was in contact with. That was an average of 150 damage per second per target. With just how densely packed the zombies were, it was cutting up to three zombies at a time at a few points. Looking through the hole made it obvious I was never going to need to farm for zombie gone again because of just how many were already on the ground waiting to be collected. Games tended to be like that, takes forever to find something the first time when you really need it, and then you end up drowning in the item when you no longer need it. But, while I was enjoying the zombie massacre, I was reminded of a more important matter to deal with. Thry, thrice, great. The mutated scientist said, his head somewhere on the ground, close enough to the wall on the other side that I couldn't see it. Looking down the hall, the horde that was gathered was all but gone. Only a couple of zombies remained, and they were farther down the hall. They would probably try charging at me as soon as I tore down the rest of the wall, but that was all right. They'd get to charge straight into my chainsaw, and then they wouldn't be a problem anymore. I took my chainsaw out from the farming hole I made and looked back at Ninja. We should be safe now. Ninja's eyes lost that intimidating focus from earlier. My... Uh, 
My lord? Already? Yep. Oh, that new weapon of yours is truly impressive. You did not even have to fight. Yeah, I can't really take any of the credit. This guy? I patted the side of the chainsaw. Did all the work. Uh, but now, I'm going to take the rest of the wall down, and I'll need you to be my bodyguard for a couple of minutes. Of course. I am ready to defend you until my last breath. Ninja walked up next to the wall after that, waiting for me to take the rest of it down. So, I did exactly that. I switched back to my pickaxe and tore down the remainder of the wall. Just as I expected, the couple of remaining zombies in the hall charged at us as soon as they had a path and a clear line of sight, and Ninja cut both of them down before they could even think of getting close to me. And now that the hall was fully exposed to us, it really looked like a war zone. Between the previous explosions, the hole in the ceiling, all the blood, gore, and scorch marks everywhere, and the hallway absolutely filled with monster drops, it was a war zone. Or just a mob grinder. Regardless, I looked down at the only remnants of any monster in the hallway. While every other monster despawned upon death, the mutated scientist remained. He even tried to attack me still by swinging his damaged arms at me, leaving his lower half behind in the hall. It felt like overkill at that point, but I used my chainsaw to cut off both of his arms. Even then, he still tried approaching me by thrusting his head forward and dragging himself with his chin. He was still too big, so... I cut his head off. To be cursed with such life? I cannot imagine a fate more cruel, Ninja said, as she watched the severed head still trying to bite my feet. Yeah, being immortal sounds nice and all, but not if it means being able to survive this much damage, I said, before looking back at Mimic and stepping aside. I then pointed down at the head and said, There's your snack, Mimic. Mimic was probably a bit too happy when it came to lashing its tongue out, wrapping it around the head, and pulling the head into its body. Just the head was small enough to fit completely inside Mimic, allowing it to close its lid. I walked over after a few seconds and said, Open up! Mimic did as told and opened up its lid. The documents I wanted to keep safe in a special compartment were still fine, but... More importantly, there was no trace of the mutated scientist's head anywhere. What I figured was confirmed with another achievement. New achievement! Abnormality Hunter! Awarded for slaying your first abnormality! You didn't really think every enemy could be defeated just by dropping an arbitrary health value to zero, did you? Reward! Abnormal Harvester! I opened up my inventory to check out the reward. Abnormal Harvester Accessory Killing abnormalities while this is in your inventory will harvest abnormal energy from them. It sounded like another accessory like the Soul Energizer, which didn't actually need to be equipped to be used. When I looked back at where the rest of the mutated scientist's body was, it was all still, but the achievement said he was dead, 
it was probably better to play it safe than sorry. Mimic, all those parts on the floor are yours to snack on, I said. Mimic got to work, with a bit more energy than usual in its hops. Thank you for joining us on another thrilling adventure of Uncharted Territory. The excitement, danger, and magic of Uncharted Territory continues to unfold, and we can't wait to share what's in store for our next episode. So, mark your calendars, because next Friday, we'll dive back into the game world for more action, mystery, and unexpected twists. Before we part ways, remember that your feedback and support keep this journey alive. If you have any questions, comments, or fan theories, tweet at us at utpod-we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep exploring.